Jump, this ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. Alright, what's up everybody? Jack Maloney here with Chris Barnwall and Ian Doherty. Friendly Bounce, Hardwood Proxies and Basketball Network. These are our season preview podcasts. We're about to talk about the Knicks, New York Knicks today. So last year obviously was a disaster. 17-65, and 65, last in the East. Second worst record. But they got Chris Stapps, Porzingis, fourth overall pick, and then finessed uh, Jerry and Grant um, after trading Tim Hardaway. And he should be, he should be pretty solid. Um, they picked up a bunch of different players in the offseason. Robin Lopez, Derek Williams, Aaron Aflalo, um, Kevin Serafin, Kylo Quinn, and then Sasha Vujicic, the machine, apparently, is coming back. We'll see if that lasts uh, through the season, but he's supposedly making his return. Um, so the Mellows should be back healthy. It's not really an addition, but in some ways it is. Let's get into it. The Knicks. What do you guys think about the Knicks? Uh, I I really <laughs> like a lot of the uh, additions that they made over this offseason. Um, for all the crap that we gave the Knicks, and rightf- rightfully so, gave the Knicks over this past year, uh, they really did uh, have a good offseason, I thought. Um, the Kristaps the pick uh, was very good. It was I think it was hard to miss uh, drafting as early as they did this year. Uh, but they, I think they hit on Kristaps. Uh, I really liked the Jerry Grant move. Um, and the additions that they made for, you know, Aaron Aflalo, Robin Lopez. Uh, the Derek Williams one was a little weird. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like that much. But, yeah, uh, Jose Calderon also uh, a good pickup. So, I'm, you know, they had a really positive offseason. I think they could be a lot better than they were last year. Also with Melo coming back, that'll help them. Yeah, they also they also brought up um, Giannis's brother, Thanasis, is going to be on the squad this year. Um, so a really new team, but I, I agree that it's definitely moving in a positive direction, and that everything's been a train wreck, um, except for that like one season where they lost to the Pacers a few years ago. But I mean, it was still a circus with Jr and mellow and just all the media attention and I feel like this year is just going to be a little quieter a little they had a really solid off season and I think they're going to have a solid season you have a healthy mellow um you brought in a lot of veterans in Calderon, Aflalo, Robin Lopez just no one who's you know an all-star quality player but just really solid players and I think that that's going to help change the culture and turn things around in that you have guys who know how to play. They've been through the grind in the league, and that's a good group to be be around for Chris Dabbs rather than the like J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith teams. I think that's a lot better environment for Chris Dabbs and Jerry and Grant to sort of grow into. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty solid season. Nothing special. They're not going to make the playoffs, but you know, I, I, I think this was a a good step in the right direction for New York. I agree with pretty much all of that. Like, Kylo Quinn was a really awesome yeah. signing for him. He's young. Yeah. He can still grow. Awesome. He's smart. He can 
showed a bunch of potential. Robin Lopez is going to be a great defender for them to put next to Melo. Uh, I actually didn't hate the Derek Williams pick pickup only because I think he's just he mainly provides depth and he can kind of do some hustle stuff. They're not really going to be using him to do much else, so it, yeah. it shouldn't hurt. I was big on the Aflalo move because yeah. it was a it was a good contract. It's movable. So if Aflalo keeps Aflalo's been have a, had a weird trend lately where we all thought he was kind of good, but he's been trending down possibly because of age. So if that keeps up, it's not a big deal for them. Yeah. And like you said about uh, Porzingis, like they can really do anything they want with him this year, and it's not going to hurt them. If they're terrible, they can play him a bunch of minutes and masks that all their veterans are hurt with those mystery injuries in March. <laughs> and if they're good, they can just kind of reduce his role to, hey, go out there and shoot and figure out the speed of the NBA game. Don't worry about it. Right. And I I agree with you, Ian, in that I think they hit on that pick. I I like Chris Stapps, and I I just I really hope he's good. Um, just both for him, the league, I think it'd be great for for everybody involved. Yeah. For us too. I mean, he could he could give us a lot of friendly bounce content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in, the, in the not so distant future. But uh, I I'm really kind of curious as to how they're gonna actually try and use Chris Stapps because and we were kind of talking about this before uh, we came on uh, before we started recording. I guess. Um, like they ideally, you would think of Carmelo as kind of a four, right? Right. And they have Robin Lopez, so that's already a starting four or five. Throw Kristaps out there, and maybe you slide Melo down to the three and have him play with Robin Lopez, uh, or just bring Kristaps out off the bench uh, and do something with him. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's going to be kind of a something to watch. Maybe that shifts over the year uh, if he if he progresses. Uh, but I, I think that's uh, that's something to really watch. Yep, I think I think it's going to be that first few months is going to be a little rough, just as like you said, you don't. It's going to be weird, sort of how you play him, and that he also is what nineteen, and he's he needs to get a lot stronger to play down low. Um, I know he's he's got the range, but you st- he still needs to get stronger, and that's going to be a a tough transition for anyone to come over from being 19. And I know he's played in, like, the top leagues, but it's still the NBA is a different world. But it, it will be interesting to see as the season moves along and once he's more comfortable just playing in the NBA and what they actually try to do with their scheme. And it, you could go a lot of ways, and I think it's going to be really fun to watch him grow, watch his game sort of, like, develop and expand. For friendly, considering friendly bounce content you mentioned earlier, I'm actually uh, big on Jerry and Grant for that, as long as he doesn't jerk us around that much. Jerk and Grant. <laughs> yeah, you know, jerking. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, on the topic of Porzingis, I think the addition of all the veterans and other big men is actually why it's so good for him personally, because a lot of people are worried about minutes, but if you just throw a rookie out there and say, hey, go play, it's not always a good thing. So I think it's really important to find a good role for him his rookie year, which is why having all those other veteran big men there to kind of take up the other stuff. Like, don't like just tell him to not worry about going inside and grabbing rebounds. Let Robert Lopez focus on and Kylo Quinn focus on that. Yeah. He should just focus on like getting used to that NBA speed, getting that getting that jump shot down. You know, 
setting screens, getting stronger, you know, figure things out. And then maybe later in the season, it's like, hey, go down low, get us some rebounds, show that strength, show us what you that speed that you showed in workouts. No, definitely. That's that's a great point. And I, you know, he already friendly bounce content. He already gave us some today with that throwing down that dunk uh, off the glass. You know, he's he's pretty athletic. Like you don't really think of big dudes like that with the athleticism, but sneaky like he, athletic. Sneaky athletic. He's white. <laughs> he's a gym rat. <laughs> he's a, he tries really hard. <laughs> Um, you guys have any other things we should we should touch on? I I don't really think there's too much else to say. Carmelo is obviously going to be great when he's healthy. Um, I guess how it's how Melo fits. That's the big question about like the Knicks because you were talking about the four and the versus the three earlier. It's like is he gonna play the th- is he gonna play the four? Can he handle the four anymore now that? Because yeah. he really likes to bully, he likes to ISO his guys that bully his way to the rim. But can he even handle doing that anymore with all the injuries lately? I mean, I think offensively he's he's fine at the four, but yeah, defensively that puts way more strain on him. Um, and you know maybe that's where they play they play Kristaps and Lopez and try to give. Let Melo guard the three. I, I mean, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, I think offensively, Carmelo should be the four. It's just on defense against some guys, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. One thing, one thing about that though is, while we, I think, are in somewhat agreement that Melo should be at the four, I think Phil Jackson is more sold at uh, Phil Jackson and Derek uh, Fisher are more sold with Melo at the three. Um, so that's going to kind of be, a, that's going to be interesting if, if they continue to go that route. Uh, and if they do have uh, Chris Stapps tomorrow, because uh, like Jack said, you know, he does have that range to, to space out. Uh, and that would still allow Melo to be able to, to get his post-ups. Yeah. Uh, and do he does best. Uh, which is kind of stay that mid-range in the post area and get to the range. Weird. So, they won 17 games last year. Obviously, we assume they're going to win more. Do you guys see them sort of being a surprise push for the playoffs, or are they going to, where do you see them ending up? Sort of middle of the, middle of the pack in the, uh, in the East? Middle of, like, the non-playoff teams in the East? Yeah, I mean, I think... Oh, go for it, Chris. If they find themselves somehow in the playoff race at the end of the year, well, really, I mean, they have Melo, they have Lopez, they have a, they have Alfalo, they have Calderon, they have enough veterans on a crappy East to really make a push. So it won't be shocking. That said, I would, I wouldn't really consider them a playoff team right now. Right. Yeah, yeah I I agree with that. Hundred um, uh, percent. You know, the East is bad enough to where it could happen, but. It, it just doesn't seem likely at this point. And even, like, if they don't make a playoffs, they can still take a couple steps forward. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, they're not going to they're not gonna be in the bottom of the East. I, I don't think they make the playoffs, but I think about, you know, in that 25 to win, 25 to 30 win range is a pretty fair estimate for, 
for the squad that they got. Um, you guys have any other final thoughts? Otherwise, we'll... Uh, real quick, I just want to shout out Sasha Vujicic. <laughs> if you anybody, that's awesome. The Machine, welcome back. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I didn't think... I didn't think we'd ever be seeing him again, but hopefully he'll make a few friendly bounce appearances this year. We'll work him into the mix. Look, Dude. I got Hino Tarkalu in last year. I can get anyone into these. <laughs> <lines>. <laughs> the machine. He's he's already a member of Team Friendly Bounce. Welcome, Sasha. Even if you don't make the Knicks, you have a spot on our squad. That's a wrap. <laughs> That's a good way to end it. Here's DJ Las Latino, our guy playing us out. Remember kids, podcast. don't jerk people around. Jerking Drat. This ain't jump, this ain't slam. The name of this record is Bounce. <laughs>